podcast brought to you by Pile Style Events. My name is Dennis Junk. With me, as always, is the woman herself, Alicia Pyle. <laughs> hey there. And today we're talking to John Fischel. John is the Director of Music Technology at Purdue Fort Wayne School of Music. How are you doing, John? Doing great. Could you tell us a little bit about the new music program and what's in store for students this fall? Sure. This fall coming up, we have just so many things happening at the same time. We're, we're offering our new degree programs uh, in popular music and music industry. And right at the same time, we're opening our new uh, facility addition that's right on the property of Sweetwater. And that's where we are now. We're sitting in a, what is this, a sound studio? or <laughs> We're actually the padded in walls. Uh, what is has been called in the blueprints a lab i I guess at some iteration of the plans a long time ago it was meant to be a computer lab but we will not be having a computer lab (laughs) Uh, because computers are expensive it's very soundproof in here that's what i noticed yeah Yeah. when i said padding on the wall i don't mean we're in a sane asylum i mean it's like a (laughs) Sometimes music school feels like. No, I'm just kidding. Right. (laughs) We're going to be using this room for a lot of different things. We'll be having small ensemble rehearsals in here, which is something we desperately needed. And we'll store our live sound stuff in here. We'll have lights going in here, you know, stage lights. And so our live sound class will will be in here. And you know, it's it's a flexible room, and it ties into the recording studio. You can see the see the panels over there so it actually also functions as yet another space for the recording studio so i think that's one of the reasons why it sounds the way it sounds so how did this come into being this school of music for purdue fort wayne did it have anything to do with the recent separation with ipfw split into just purdue university or what's going on here how did this happen you know some parts i don't know you know it's Mm -hmm. some part but i i do believe we kind of had this perfect storm you know I, i showed up three years ago and you know, shortly thereafter, I started hearing, all right, well, we're going to be looking into the management of IPFW and, and how that works. You were working at IPFW in the music department then, were you? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, uh, so you showed up in 2015. Right. Which is when I was leaving. Right. Yeah, I had one class left to finish. I finished, yes. and I would have been on my way out. I'm That's sure right. it was just a coincidence, though. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Well, yeah, yeah. So there was discussion. Then I remember, yeah, when that was going on. Right, and you know, it, there's nothing anybody can do about that stuff you know that's all way above everybody's you know pay grade and, sure. and things and they can talk about it on facebook a lot <laughs> right right well, and, I, and we I, did i think everybody a lot of people have an opinion about it and usually negative like why are we changing and what what is mm-hmm. happening and I, you know I, I can i can only guess financial considerations and okay what's going on here purdue is doing the administration and i use doing degrees yet some of the degrees were purdue degree I, you know, it was, it was kind of confusing to me just walking on campus, but you know, it had been that way a long time, and and I, I, I guess and so. At some point, it was sort of announced that all right, we're we're going to have a situation where I use and is going to go off in their way, and Purdue's going to go off in their way, and there was some uncertainty. So that happened, and Purdue, of course, West Lafayette has a music department but they had never done degrees music degrees and so then there was a wait so people can take classes at purdue but they can't get a degree in west lafayette you can take classes in music yes they have a whole whole bunch of music classes but they're not offering a degree they've got some marching band stuff down there don't they yes quite a bit yeah yes my cousin played in the band but it was her major was engineering or something else you know so it's popular for people to do that 
Yeah. So this is going to be produced first foray into actual a degree program That's for right. musicians. That's okay, right. wow. We are Purdue's only school of music. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, back to the so the split was happening, and right about that time, you know, I was chirping, chirping, chirping about, hey, you know, if we're going to have a music technology program, we really ought to be doing better than what we're doing, you know, from a facilities standpoint. Because you've always had a shared space, and I know the relationship wasn't always friendly <laughs> well i mean it, I, yeah you know there's there, i have look, a classical degree from from the i remember just the sharing of the two look spaces. it's so it's is this funny. the shared space who who are the sharing people the two parties the technology the, and technology and with the, the people that are in with uh, classical degree programs okay well it it, it was you we know it to came together it. on the actual recital stage because yeah. the recital stage was the spot where <laughs> you know the students would record the recital stage was the recording studio yeah so, so our recital hall that we would perform in regularly yeah. it was fun fun times we had a good time i'm, I'm being comical about it no, but i'm sure there was I mean, serious no it's, it's i mean it, it's actually in in some ways it's it's kind of pretty cool because there's a lot of there's a lot of natural reverberation in there and and mm-hmm. you know it's it, that's a place that's really set up to perform classical classical hall yeah yeah and there's a a lot of beautiful things about the way that hall sounds you know so as you can imagine okay so now we're doing rehearsals in there we're doing recitals in there all the time you know over 100 concerts a year and all the rehearsals that support that and while all that's going on seven days a week we have students trying to get in there and make recordings absolutely Mm -hmm. so it you know you outgrew your facility well yeah and and you know the, the students really need a, a place to do their work and if, you know if the only time they can get in there is 11 at night through 4 a.m um, it creates a number of problems and, and but wait aren't they musicians <laughs> right well yeah. you know the building is locked and then there's security and then you know yeah. people are doing things at night you know all those all that stuff so so yeah, so at the same time, I was making a, a charge. Like, hey, you know, why don't we use this opportunity and ramp some stuff up? Next thing you know, there's a board of trustees meeting, and my chair was there and made it made a pitch to become a school of music. And right at the same time, Chuck Sir, I got involved on that uh, board of trustees meeting. And then all of a sudden, from sort of a, a lot of disenchantment of of the split, became a lot of excitement That's about the idea mean. of of having this school of music and let, you know let's get behind something and 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 have a lot of change forward. So the disenchantment comes from the fact that IU has a really prestigious music program. Yes. Purdue, like you said, doesn't even have a degree program. So that was why people were upset. Is that? I, I think the change. Fear of the unknown. I think yeah. the change in the, in fear of the unknown was, was. I know the students, my friends were, not to cut you off, but they were, we were all like, what do you mean? You know, <laughs> yeah. we were graduating with our IU degrees. And I know a lot of us were like, what's going on? But I think. Nope, we just it's need... revoked now. <laughs> oh, no, we don't get our degree program. No, but I mean, a lot of people had invested time. And it, it can be scary, but it's been fun to see what you guys have done with the change and the new opportunities being allowed you. So it's kind of cool. I think it's great. And, you know, none of it would have happened without the other stuff happening. Yeah. You know, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. it's all kind of unlikely together. series of events. So can you give us an outline of your history with IPFW and now? Purdue University. How did you get involved in the music program and teaching, and where do you see yourself going forward? I was at Ball State for a number of years in their uh, 
music media production program. I was teaching, you know, full time down there, and um, this job came up to, you know, uh, for director of music technology, and you know, I just put my hat in the ring, and here I am. You know, really leading up to that point, I've taught all around the country and overseas. Uh, I was at Middle Tennessee State University down there. I was at University of Colorado, Denver, American University. Uh, James Madison. I can go through my whole resume some other time. It's on, it's on his website. Johnfishell.com. Yeah, it's it's John it's <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'd been around and, and, you know, when I landed here, you know, I was kind of charged with, hey, you know, do something great, make, make something great. And I thought, all right, well, the only way I can do that is just get it going. Deal with the curriculum. Deal with the facilities first and and then from there let's see if we can build something when i first started it was just i'm looking around going oh, man this is this is gonna be tough and just all those other things happened and just being opportunistic about it so you know the change of the university the pitch to the board of trustees vicky carline got behind us and of course chuck surak got behind us and and i think everybody knows who chuck surak is who's yeah. vicky carline uh vicky carline was the the last chancellor of ipfw okay. um and uh so now we have a new chancellor uh, elson bomber but yeah vicky pushed for us and and all of them sort of made this happen could you just give us the a description of what the degree programs are so you sure. said there's two different ones and what yeah we have it's it's complicated and the names are names of them are very odd so uh, us we have what i call the legacy degree which is our which is the same degree we've had it's, mm -hmm. nothing's changed and it's actually called bachelor of science in music with an outside field of music technology and so what that is is a straight up traditional classical music degree and with a, a concentration in music technology courses so students come in they do the lessons and applied and the recitals and the theory and the history and the, all the things and uh, just like we've always done we're, we're supporting that degree with this facility and then we have the new degrees uh, where we were doing one called music industry and that has to do with you know looking at the music and entertainment industry and some entrepreneurship and, and, and other things you know we we're still looking at music history but but maybe looking at that from a popular music commercial music standpoint is this from the perspective of trying to help the students succeed in business is in a music career after they graduate or is it more like scholarly like they want to know what's the history of Motown or something like that yes <laughs> you're supposed to know everything if you're going to be a musician that's successful that's what's really difficult yeah well right, right. what do you mean you don't know who the something something is like, oh. right you call yourself you a music major I'm 31 and I'm, 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 yeah, I get it. around no. then yeah I mean the thing about the music industry degree yeah. is the students have to do a business minor oh that. cool uh, that's so, cool and we don't require the applied and the theory on that and they can still take uh, applied and theory and applied all, lessons okay yeah, applied lessons yeah uh so it's just it just sort of counts in a different area and it's not required but the what are you going to spend your time doing is the deal so then the other degree program is called popular music so that one is again a just a, a music major where there is applied and music theory and, and history all you know the 
all the things a music major would do, but we're going to sort of point to commercial music on those things. We have two, let's call them subcategories in there. One is songwriting performance, and one is recording and production in popular music. So a lot of courses are common between all of those degrees, the legacy degree, industry, and popular music. So, so there's a lot of um, just I guess cross-pollination and you know we're looking for a, a new kind of student that from what we've had the the student that's sort of a non-traditional music student we want them we, we want them with us we want them in our world and our and the world we've created is a whole bunch of of music majors music therapy music ed classical music performance are all in there so we're, we're, we're looking forward to have everything I, from Alicia's stories, I can tell some of the the classical. I think the le- legacy instructors—they're purists. Are, how are they happy about popular and industry focuses on some of these programs? Or is there any kind of controversy swirling around it? The controversy, no. I mean, you know, we all have our our focuses and our in our in our differences, and you know, I think we all know and understand that these degree programs are going to function to expand our world and mm-hmm. and you know it's it's very clear we understand that and i think everybody is in agreement on that do i play in the orchestra you know do am, am i performing ravel pieces no i i, I am not and i can't <laughs> uh, so you know that that's sort of where, where where i'm at and you know the reverse is true too you know and we're, we're all you know we're all doing music and we, we all and we all accept each other you know, mm-hmm. we we do have our differences no question about that. <laughs> who gets to use what building when and what concert hall when <laughs> well I, yeah like, you know i mean it's just the way it is you know opera you know to put on an opera you have to do rehearsals in the space and it's from this time to this time on this day and this day that's their time and space you sure. know and now we have this place so we're not going to interfere as much i mean that's a great benefit to everybody that's good yeah. you're so, growing yeah you brought up chuck surak and we're sitting what this is we're right next to sweetwater here in this building right uh, what role is Sweetwater playing in the program, and how does that partnership work? Sweetwater has been a partner to IPFW for a long, long time. Like this, the, the partnership is not new at all. In fact, we would not have the let's call it the the uh, legacy program uh, if not for Sweetwater. They have funded it, they have supported it. So what's happening now? Gigantic increase in support uh, for the new programs and and the um, you know existing programs. so that partnership is a lot of things you know first of all we are able to draw upon experts from Sweetwater to teach some of our classes so so that right there is a great thing like and we have things like music technology in common you know music technology is one of the core tenets of the existing and new programs and you know that's what Sweetwater's great at so 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 that that's a just right there is is a good good collaboration Collaboration. So Sweetwater has offered their space to to our students. They, you know, Chuck and everybody at Sweetwater wants to do internships. They want to do collaborations. They 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 want to have our students there, and we want to have them uh, here and with us 
time will tell what, what all those things are, but everyone's been open to, to working together even more than we already have. So I look forward to it. Now, some of the things that are in the makings, not quite accomplished yet. Uh, I've heard there might be a record label that was student-run. Could you tell us a little bit about that and some of the other things that may be coming up and may be on offer? The record label is something that we're discussing uh, right now in, in the, the administration. Typically, a university record label is completely student-run, and you know you, you'll see that over and over and over again, you know, throughout the country. We like that idea. I like that idea, and. I also like the idea of doing something bigger and more pervasive. So, you know, the first thing that, you know, I've been talking about is, like, you know, let's not even call it a record label. Let's call it a media group and, and let's get into other things like publishing and touring and just events and doing things in addition to making and selling music. And let's, let's maybe take a bigger bite out of all the things we can do. Yeah, it's certainly for for students we want we want that experience uh, for them you know we want them making things and do doing things and and really you know if you get down to it we can make a lot of music what are you going to do with it after mm-hmm. you've made it after you've made a thing you have to do something with it. you have to support it you have to love it you know what i mean you have to you have get to it moving it out in the world yeah and and there's a there's a process there and, and an organization there and we you know we want to we want to get involved in that it's difficult it's difficult to um you know deal with ownership and and, and copyright and and uh just sort of navigate all those waters and that's that's been kind of the hold up on that so we're, we're working on it so we talked a little bit about how the programs differ from what's on offer at West Lafayette. How does it differ from other places like St. Francis, for instance? Like they have a music program with the student-run label and everything. And do they have similar types of programs like in industry and commercial music? Uh, they, they do. And, and I've been to St. Francis a number of times. They have a wonderful facility and just great people there. And there, there is some some crossover in terms of what we're doing and, and what they're doing. Music technology is at their core, too. I mean, their thing is called the Music Technology Center. And they also have a partnership with Sweetwater. So we, we do have those things in common. Where I think we kind of veer off is where we're doing the music industry part with the business minor and so on and sort of cr- creating the, the larger world of musicians that are that are around and being able to draw from the different degree program areas and the, the different kinds of faculty that we have. And you, know, you have some different roots established musically too, whether it was from IU or not. There's some of those factors aren't going to change. They're still going to be around. Yeah. Like you're saying too. Is there another is a another quite large difference in the two programs would be in tuition price? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't mean to bring up the obvious and Well, and, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean one of one of the things that uh, Mitch Daniels spoke about is that, you know, he's really trying to keep the tuition costs down. Like, yeah. you know, the, there was some char- I remember there was a chart he threw up and like is a very almost flat line of where our tuition was and where it is against another, you know, very diagonal line of where everybody else is. So, and that is not easy to do. 
you know, yeah. with rising mm-hmm. costs. And, and I don't, I couldn't tell you what University of St. Francis uh, tuition is. I could tell you what it was about 10 years ago. <laughs> right. I, I wanted to go there for the sciences was, oh, okay. my, was my plan. So and... just multiply it by about 30. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Commuting, I remember, is quite expensive. Didn't go that route. So well, what's, what's the mood like on campus? Like you've got people, they still have all the signs that say IPFW where you're just driving past. The right. <laughs> And I, there are big changes, and like you said, there's there's new stuff that's gonna, that's generating some excitement. Are people mostly excited? Are people happy about this? Are you getting a lot of people signing up for courses? How how does it look? Uh, well, I think there is a lot of excitement, and we we have a number of students, just brand new students coming in, especially the music industry program that seem to have caught on pretty quick. I think we're in the 20s of just brand new students and probably in the tens of students coming over from other majors plus the ones we already had in the uh, existing program. So so that part is going pretty good and, and I find it amazing that we've really not had a, a big marketing push at, at all for any of the new stuff. Uh, it really, really wasn't until April where we were allowed to, to uh, talk about it. Oh, wow. uh, so and you know April is long past the the yeah. time when students are looking and, and applying to colleges and things so so you know we've, we, that that has caught on pretty good I, I, I need to to work on uh, the popular music program I, and, I, and I think some of that is the the audition idea is is you know for the non-traditional student who's not really even thinking about an audition like that might be a thing that causes them to pause so I you know that's that's a thing I got to work on with the mm-hmm. with the marketing so anyway on, yeah on campus with the uh signage i mean that's gonna be a process you know, <laughs> yeah. to get all to get all those signs going you know like they're just everywhere i bet the if you were one of the students who's already in the program and then it, all these changes got to be driving them crazy because they don't know what's gonna happen you know what I, everyone's working really hard so that students are just not anxious yeah just about ease the transition like it's, yeah. everything's gonna be fine for them you know everything's gonna be fine for everybody but especially this the students everything's gonna be totally fine for them there's not gonna be any hiccup or or anything in terms of them progressing towards the end of their degree like just people bending over backwards and they're gonna have more opportunities like they may be able to take a class with alicia what program are you gonna be teaching in alicia music theory that's kind of exciting uh, yeah, yeah alicia's gonna be one of the just gatekeepers i guess of the popular music program so the first course, one of the first courses they take is going to be Alicia's um, popular music theory. Oh, no, freshman. (laughs) I remember being an incoming, well, actually, I was never an incoming freshman because I went to start taking music courses in high school and college. But I remember that feeling of being like, this is really cool and going to music school. And it's exciting to get your first taste of what, you know, a music institution is like. And I was at Taylor, actually, Taylor Fort Wayne with Dr. Johnson for theory when I was like 15. And then he migrated over to IPFW about the time that I did. Just remembering like oh this is the first taste of what this is like I was there for the ribbon cutting at oh, Reinhardt wow. and uh, that's about the first year I started was then I was in and out of what did you times. think of that event I was it was insane I'm not gonna say what I think about it online <laughs> 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 you know it was fun 
we all had a blast, but it's just the excitement. It's, you know, it's really cool. It's like, oh, this is neat. Something new is happening. And I know this is completely different than that, but at the time, you know, something new is happening. And then I remember when they're like, hey, there's equipment here we're not using. And they appointed the first music technology director. And right. a lot of my friends switched over to that program from performance or education, right. you know. So, like, there's always excitement when something new is happening musically. Sure. So it's cool to see that happen again. And I think the thing, I don't like this word sometimes in, in context to religion, but with music, I'll, I'll throw it out there. The issue of relevancy, like being mm. relevant mm-hmm. is really cool that you guys are doing with music. I have a classical program, but it's cool that you're showing kids what they can do with their music right. in today's world. So I think that's going to add a lot more excitement to how they can utilize their skills when they graduate. Some sure. of us had to pioneer that on our own. Right. And that's okay, too. You know, it's it's funny. Like I know for in terms of relevance, I know that I'm an old man now. And you're going to lose if, I've always said, if I try to keep up with every new everything in, in terms of music, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. You know, and... And all I can do is speak from the experiences that I have. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, like, the next Katy Perry is 14 years old right now. Yeah. You know? And she is going to be relevant. Yeah. They're prob- probably one of them's in my studio. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've got these little, little starlets in, in the making right now. No, yeah. but seriously, yeah. And te- I think for me as a teacher privately, teaching kids um, education, I almost like it better than performing because it's so fun to relate to the kids and the adults. To teach them, music makes life better and brings people together. And it has a different purpose for everybody. Right. And I love Bach. And I, classical will always be my favorite. I, I'll say that online. But if music has a purpose for me, that's my my favorite. Maybe my favorite part of it. But if somebody else, if I can play my mother, Guns N' Roses, and that makes her happiest, that's awesome to see that connection. And if somebody else is like, I, I want to play church music, and I want to be a church director, or the next person is, you know, I want to play David Rubeck, and, and I want to be a jazzer. Just helping people find their purpose and, you know, where their music fits and how they can, you know, make a living with that. Or just bless people with it you know go out yeah. and like use it to impact the community or you know for community events whatever it is they're doing if it's not their their life their livelihood teaching them what their purpose is for music is fun helping them to pioneer that and look for that you got to get it out of the basement or the the garage <laughs> out of the garage yeah <laughs> so let your parents keep world. you in the basement no? <laughs> right and isn't it just isn't it funny that at, at some level we're all just selling beer yeah. <laughs> beer salesman yeah <laughs> Uh, what's your biggest frustration right now in trying to get the program off the ground or the programs? You know, there's, there's a reason why universities can move so slow and <clears throat> so differently than things you might normally do and good reasons for that. Sometimes things move too slowly. Sometimes I can't have an idea and tomorrow execute it. Yeah, there's a bureaucracy standing between there, you there and your is, goals. And, 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 you know, it's a long-standing tradition of that, of that, I guess, from a university. And there's good reason for it. You know, we everything needs to be thought about. Everything needs to be kind of worked through. And, and you know, there's resources at stake, you know, and we have to be good stewards of our of our resources a, a lot, too. So, so, you know, turnaround times can be tough and so so that's a that's a frustration you know things like oh you know i gotta get this word out immediately well okay but you can't use the logo that way (laughs) oh Uh, man i heard about this logo yeah (laughs) you know just it's stuff like that can 
can can get to you but you know at the, at the, at the end of the day you know we're all trying to um, we're really just trying to do what's best for our students and, and on the same team yeah yeah and and also what's best for our faculty too like that's that's important too so you know at, uh, geez we're, we're sitting in this building and I, I'm really excited I'm also scared about it uh, because it's you know it's not finished yet Mm-hmm. And classes begin August twentieth, and I gotta know what's up in here. Uh, <laughs> there are guys in here hanging plastic. There's tape on the door. There's no furniture in here. We're sitting on the ledge here. So. <laughs> this is cool. We're gonna remember this in like five years. Yeah, yeah. It's all gonna be scratched up. But it, it still it looks really nice. It's coming along. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a lot of work. Like I've spent just so much time just thinking about what's in this building, and you just gotta think about it like in terms of. All right, is that a thing worth doing for the students? And everything's worth doing for the students, of course, but limited resources. Yeah. So, yeah. so like what? Yeah, factor in the opportunity cost. Yeah, yeah. So things are right in this building. Our dean always says, you know, we're not building a Cadillac in there. Come on. You know, at the same time, everything in here is right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that saves you money in the long term sometimes. Yeah. Oftentimes. Well, well begun yeah. is half done. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, right. mom. No. <laughs> I'm excited. I just say to to see. I know just like Sweetwater is with internships, just to see what students come through and how they can be involved with pile style events. You know, whether it's like hiring them to play for, for us or you know work with us sound wise. I'm really excited about that. Something I never thought of. You know, when you guys first started talking to me a couple months ago, that'll be exciting. Yeah, working well, even Gearfest with some of them was fun. We had a good yeah, time. It was a good crew in there. Meet them. It's a good crew. No, yeah. I mean, one of the things that I like to do, like you know, overarching idea is trying to get our students of course to develop music in themselves you know but the other part is and what all this is about you gotta help people you really just gotta just put your all into helping as best you can with your skill set whatever that is so you know if your mind says all right i'm gonna be the best i can be so i can help somebody else not only are you employable but it's fulfilling Mm -hmm. you know and if that is the mindset we can we can foster then i think we're doing what we should be doing so I, I hope we get a bunch of students for Pile Style. <laughs> All right. That would be excellent. What's some of the stuff that you're most pleasantly surprised with as this is going along? I'm surprised that we got as many students as we got for the music industry. Like that that was like, you know, like, whoa. And, uh, you know, I hope we get Tapped more. A market there. These people are interested. Yeah. Um, it, I, I think, you know, it's parent friendly with the business minor, honestly. And you know, so, so that's... <laughs> I didn't think of that, but yeah, you can say, yeah. it's it's cool. I'm going for music. I'm going to be a musician, but I'm doing the business part too. Right. So I yeah. made a job. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that that's cool. I, I made a really nice connection with our architect. Uh, his name is Russ Berger. He's just designed so many music and technical facilities. So, so he, he is someone I've, I've learned a lot from from this from this process so, you know that's another thing that, that I'm excited about like when you walk in it's not even done but you, you walk into our control room and you just sort of get the sense that when we fire that thing up it's going to have a real good shot at being just accurate in there and that's really important you know we want you know our students to do that kind of thing to, to have that experience just just the accuracy experience and the and, and just the idea of of, you know, this is what stuff's supposed to sound like in there. And I want the same thing for our other classes, like, all right, in a legal aspects kind of class, all right, well, 
this is what you're gonna see and this is what it looks like for mm -hmm. reals you yeah, know as in the real world yeah, yeah I, I, and I want I'm excited about that that's cool yeah. you know I, I'm excited look this is a second facility Reinhardt's our primary facility oh, yeah. and that place is fantastic it is you yeah. know beautiful yeah beautiful yeah so so we're just even doubly now you're a musician too i am so yes. this is the last question i'll throw out there oh sure tell us a little bit about what, what you do musically and you know what projects you're working on now and sure i, I kind of have a weird double life in that way or well, triple life i guess so i have you know I, i'm with i've been teaching full-time at universities for years <laughs> and um so the whole that whole time i just i fell into working with some really great um artists particularly jazz artists. So one I worked a lot with is David Liebman. He's a NEA jazz master. There's only like 50 of those. So oh, wow. that list is Miles Davis, Dave Brubeck's on that list. Elvin Jones is on that list. It's just, it's, it's a very short list. And uh, I've made a number of records with him. And, and in fact, I'm working on one right now. So I, I've gotten to do a lot of that and I'm not still don't know why uh, that, that is I, because at my core I'm just a dumbass rock and roller that's all I am and so with my with my thing that's, that's going to be I the do. title of the podcast by the way <laughs> yeah. Yeah. absolutely not so I, I'm a meathead you know, when it comes to that stuff you know and I just you know with with my stuff with with my music I, I'm just I was it around in the 80s and I came up with that and rock music me. is wonderful music yeah we love we have our well we got the rock orchestra and right. we love music you cannot discount music from the 80s nothing brings a smile to people's faces quicker right. than when you pull out the right rock song from the 80s <laughs> it's frustrating because they could be like three chords and they're like way happier than something you put you know a year into right. well i mean <laughs> no, there's it's I mean, look it's it's deceptively simple you know, it's hard too. There's obviously multiple things that are difficult about executing rock music the correct way, but it's just yeah. it's it's wonderful. Oh, it, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I, I just sometimes I laugh because you know the the day before I'm you know working with Dave Liebman and like my mind is being blown from just way crazy chromaticism and just tone rows and just, ah, you know just stuff going on. And then you know the next day I'm practicing with my band and it's like, hey man, like can we get that get that G chord up with the kick drum on beat two? I don't know any of these music terms, but somehow I kind of all the stuff it. I talked to you about rock band camp last week. Yes, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I really like that part to be like the extra rockinous part. <laughs> you know, uh, so the extra rockinous part. Yeah. So you know, so, so you yeah. like Jack Black. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did not just say that. No, that's wonderful. That you get. That's cool that you get to experience so many different things. I do. I and you know I've made. Something I, I some, love personally. Yeah, I, I made a world music record that did pretty well a little Ooh. bit ago. It was a Bansuri guy, a good friend I met in Africa. Uh, he's a he's like the world's second best Bansuri. Bansuri is a bamboo flute, so it's basically a piece of panda food with six <laughs> holes in it, you know. And he does all this indie music. So we, he decided he was going to do a jazz record. Oh, I want to hear this. It is nuts. Like, I've never, he worked for just years to, he, and we got him to play Giant Steps on the Bansuri. Oh, my God. Which is total, you know, key change. Like, I still don't know how he did it, but, you know, it, it did pretty well. And, and um, he was the first one to do it. And we're thinking about doing another one, actually, hopefully, here in this facility in October. So, um, so that's 
you know, something I'm excited. Will about. you guys be for hire? Is that something that you'll you'll be doing? Is is that, is that a question you can answer? What the bouncery stuff? No, like for if people want to do records. We will not. We okay. will we will not be for hire. Really, anything you know outside people coming in is going to be a thing you know that we do for our our students. Students, gotcha. Uh, and really, the the work that happens in here is going to be tied to a class. Good. There's just you know Sweetwater has their studio for hire. There's there's a number around that has that has their place for hire. So I mean we're primarily a learning education in, institution and we're gonna keep it that way. Cool. Okay. Last question. Where would you like people to go if they want to find out about your music? I know you have a website. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, should they follow you? On, are you on Facebook and I am on Facebook. I you Instagram know on the Snap. The- Grams and all that. <laughs> Johnfishell.com and yeah, Johnfishell.com is my my website. I gotta update that thing now. This, and... <laughs> this comes Sorry, out. Not, should it not direct people? <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's it's fine. And then you know for the for the university stuff, just email me. It's just fishelj f i s h e l l j at pfw.edu. I'll answer anything. Do they you have got... stuff on the website for I, for I almost said IPFW for Purdue Fort Wayne PFW? That's going to there, describe there, the programs. There and is more information. Yeah, there is stuff on the website pfw.edu slash music. Uh, that that's something we're developing. That's you know all part of the marketing changeover. So they probably should just email you with questions. Uh, well, you know, one <laughs> Not of the to two. Blow up your inbox. One of the two. Just come by. You know, when we open this thing you know i hope that people are just out of curiosity come come by this place because it's awesome yeah it is pretty neat yeah that's amazing you guys are doing good work thanks that's thanks. awesome i really appreciate you guys having me on this podcast. yeah this was fun uh thank you and uh so if you are listening to this on the website you can just scroll down and you're going to find a little subscribe box type your email in there and you won't miss an episode uh if you're on itunes probably go and give us a review that would be cool and uh just hit subscribe and we'll see you next time thanks thank you